Listeners, I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. And today's a little bit different because it's our birthday week. Uh, So these next two episodes, we're just going to do what we want. (laughs) (laughs) Because we can. And because, to be honest, I did zero research this week until I I got to yesterday morning and I went, I have a lot of stuff to do today. I don't wanna. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be just talking about recent goings on in the true crime world because we can and i'm testing out a new microphone today so we'll see how this goes it says it does not need a pop filter because it's built in so we will see (laughs) i came across um a couple of things actually have you heard about how they recently caught the golden state killer So that was really exciting for me to find that, I mean, exciting yet also sad and just crazy (laughs) for me to hear. He was arrested in 2018, but we were hearing things about it well into 2020, which for me is pretty recent. (laughs) It was basically from what I've been reading, the officer or I don't know if it was an agent or an officer. I think it was just an officer. He decided to, from what I've read, upload semen from one of the cases, the DNA from the semen, into, like, an online registry. Yeah, are you talking about Paul Holes? Yeah. Yeah, he became, like, this (laughs) legend. (laughs) Which I don't even know how that's legal, because a lot of those sites aren't allowed to do that, like, give out the information. Wow. But somehow he did. In the small print, when you do those, basically say that the companies can do what they want <laughs> with your DNA once you submit it. Uh, at the time, I don't know if there even are any laws against it yet, but at the time, it was, it's, it was perfectly legal. You could run. D- and they've caught actually more people since then using that method. Somebody's relative yeah. uploads their DNA. <laughs> That's exactly it. That's exactly it. It was a, a relative. Couple, it wasn't him because. Yeah, I was just saying a couple actual killers submitted their DNA to an ancestry <laughs> and then were caught by their own DNA. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was the guy that was caught. Joseph James D'Angelo Jr. was a former police officer. Mm-hmm. Who committed at least 13 murders, 50 rapes, and 120 burglaries. And so they had theories on how this guy wasn't caught for so long. And they always thought, you know, maybe he was an officer or, you know, maybe he was this, maybe he was that. And it seemed like they were pretty spot on because he, he was a former police officer. Yeah. And that's how he was able to, oh my gosh. And it's just, it's so crazy. How And it was all between 74 and 86, because, I mean, at that point, he must have gotten to an age where he just, I don't know. I don't know if it was to raise children, to be home with his children, because he has children and grandchildren. It's like, yeah. imagine that. I can't imagine, like, as a family member, like, finding out that your father, your grandfather. Yeah. Like, before, him, probably color. before they were born. I don't know. Or when he would get mad, maybe he would leave and go kill someone and then come back. <laughs> yeah, true. We don't know what their family life was like. We don't know how angry this guy was in his family life. If he was like, 
a loving father or if he was like a strict, rude, like terrible. We don't know. Authoritative asshole. Yeah. Right. So what I had been reading on it, they'd said um, on June 15, 2016, the FBI and local law enforcement held a news conference to announce that they were going to start back up, like a renewed nationwide effort where they offered $50,000 for the Golden State Killer's capture. Wow. Yeah, they had offered $50,000 as a reward for the capture of the Golden State Killer. And then on April 24, 2018, so just shy, just shy of two years later, they had arrested the 72-year-old. So at this point, he... And that's what makes me so mad about this case. This man, this monster, lived such a full life. He was able to have his marriage. He was able to have his kids. His kids can have kids. Yeah. And he can live into a ripe old age where he's 72 before he gets caught and has to, like, answer to anything. But, I mean, he will live out the rest of his life. Yeah. I so mean, that's better than like, oh, we've caught him, but he's been dead for a number of years. I think yeah, that's have... almost more disappointing to know they lived a full life Fully, and then yeah. find out after they've died. It's like bullshit. Yeah, he ended up with eight counts of first degree murder based on the DNA evidence that they had identified like members of his family. And it's just, he had a plea bargain which ended up sparing him the death penalty. And with that plea barton bargain, he also admitted to numerous crimes where he has not been formally charged, including rapes. So that was part of the plea bargain is, well, we won't kill you. I mean, he's 72. He doesn't deserve that much at this point. Kay, thanks. <laughs> Kay, thanks. Like, I must think at that age, not just outright. Killing him with a death penalty is almost better because then he's there longer. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. Like, no. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's like an easy out at that age. And then um, in August of 2020, he was sentenced to life imprisonment without parole. Which, I mean, yeah. But, I mean, I think he'd gotten like 13... Let me see if I can find where I saw, where I read it. Oh, his penalty was 12 life sentences plus eight years. (laughs) I don't think (laughs) that one was pretty crazy to me. And then um, this one's more closer to me, actually. A little too close to home. This guy, um, this man linked to two murders in um, two different North Carolina cities was arrested in Greensboro in September. I'm looking at the article now. It said, this was from September, it said police had apprehended a man wanted for two homicides from two cities over three days. Oh, Um, it's busy. His name is Malik Anthony Moore. He's 29. And he was arrested without incident after receiving a phone call from a resident. So I guess somebody had seen him. And called 911. Luckily, he's being held without bond. And it wasn't immediately known if he had an attorney or not. Which I'm sure by now he does. When the FBI had asked for help in finding him, they identified him as armed and dangerous. And he was a suspect in the death of an evacuee of Hurricane Ida. 
as well as another man in Greensboro. The Hurricane Ida evacuee, Gabrielle Allnut, she was found unresponsive in a Charlotte art studio on September 5th after traveling to the city to escape Ida. She was, you know, pronounced dead there. She was a youth instructor with the New Orleans Academy of Fine Arts. And then he's also a person of interest in the murder of Christian Mbimba, 21 in Greensboro. That gentleman was killed and his body was found in the street in Charlotte. And then law enforcement also said that he assaulted a woman as well in Charlotte. Or no, the guy was found in Greensboro and then he had also assaulted a woman in Charlotte. So it was like, this guy was like on his way. I mean, he killed two people in a three day span. And then he was already assaulting another person. Like, um, he was wanted on charges of murder, first degree burglary and kidnapping. And they said that he had previous offenses in Guilford, Cumberland and Martin counties. One of those counties is mine. Yikes. That. I read that and I was like, well then, <laughs> I do not like that, <laughs> but I am glad that he is caught because that was just escalating at that point. Yeah. And that was only going up. Jeez. It was, just, he was going to get more. I know it. I just feel it. Which is just crazy to me. Yeah, that is crazy. So other recent cases, did you hear about the group that claims it? <laughs> solved who the zodiac killer is yes i think so yeah beginning of october law enforcement are still investigating the zodiac killer case uh, but an independent group of cold case investigators came forward claiming they'd solved the mystery of who is behind the serial murders and those are from the 70s i think the zodiac killer was active Oh, something that I forgot to tell you, too, with the Golden State Killer, of course, the year after he was caught, his wife, who married him in the 70s, when he was actively killing people, she divorced mm-hmm. him as soon as he was caught. I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, she must not have realized. It was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, no wonder he would leave for long periods of time back then. Yikes. Uh, so the the case breakers, a team of 40 law enforcement investigators, said they identified the man they believe is the Zodiac Killer using new physical and forensic evidence and information from eyewitnesses, according to a press release. And this is a CNN article. The group also filed court affidavits and secured decades of pictures from the man's former darkroom. They named the man in the release, saying they believe he passed away in 2018. Yeah, which is very frustrating. Yeah, but, oh, and in uh, current news in Michigan, this was insane. (laughs) October 21st, um, there was a multiple homicide in Claire. And this woman, Judy Boyer, in the the pictures and the videos of her, she, she does look insane. Yeah. That's for so, sure. so Claire police and Michigan State Troopers uh, responded to a home uh, on a report of a shooting. So they get into the house 
they find two men uh, shot and killed. And then they search more and they find two more bodies in the house. And this <laughs> this surveillance picture of her, she does <laughs> she does look nuts. <laughs> it's not a good picture. Um, and because there were two nine and ten news stories about her. So the first one, they kind of had the general, here's a picture of her. And it didn't say who was killed. But in the second one, which was the day after, she was charged with eight counts in Clare County. Um, the quadruple homicide. So she's, you know, uh, murder in the first degree, premeditated. Homicide murder in the second degree. Multiple felony weapons charges. And fourth offense, habitual offender. So I don't know what she did before, but... Um, two, they were all related to her. So the two men were, uh, Zachary Allen, I can't pronounce this name, Salmonin and Wade Harlan Bacon were the two, like, they found first. And then the two others were her father, Henry Lee Boyer, and her sister, Patricia Ann Boyer. All were killed by gunshot. And they couldn't, the, the video of it was crazy because they, they do it by Zoom. So the judge established a $1 million bail despite her having a list. Most of the people on that list were ones that she killed and there were other names on the list who hadn't been killed. So <laughs> there's a chance that she could still go after the people on the list if... She's released on on bail, so good job, Judge. <laughs> what, with a, with a habitual one. offender who just did a met. <sighs> yeah, and she experienced a medical issue during. Like she was told one million dollar bail, and then she just kind of started like acting weird, freaking out a little. So yeah, and then her nephew was also charged with accessory after the fact, felony possession of a firearm. And habitual offender, fourth notice. Because he, he apparently helped her dispose of the weapon. So yeah, he also, uh, it's not looking good for him either. Brian Beatty, his bond was set at 30000 That's just insane to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on in Claire, but. Whew. And then the other big one that everybody's talking about is the Gabby Petito case. Yeah. And how they say they found his body identified by dental records, but it's all pretty sus. Well, it's all pretty sus. And I think his parents knew he was dead and where he was located. Um, I think he knew that he couldn't go anywhere and he was going to be caught. So I think he went into the woods and killed himself and tried to get himself eaten by gators so that everybody would think he's some legend who got away. But I don't know. I love how everybody's blaming the parents. And we're like, oh, oh they're part of how it. convenient oh, they're part of it. that you say you didn't know where he was, but as they're searching for him, you go, oh, how about you look here? And that's exactly where they find well, his Well, this thing is, they had said, from what I read, they had said that they were going to go looking for him. Yeah. And then investigators were like, wait, 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 we're coming with you. And then all of a sudden, like, dad or whoever was like, 
oh my gosh, look at here's my son's belongings. And oh no, <laughs> like there's a body part. Like, I just don't get how he decayed that fast where there was zero DNA evidence left. Yeah. Like, even if you're being eaten by whatever's in the water or animals around, you think there'd still be pieces left, especially in the, what, month since he went Well, they were saying that it was a gator area. Still, gators aren't going to completely take every bit of flesh. For the most part. Unless they're, like, swallowing the body whole, and then it all gets pooped out. (laughs) Yeah, they'll go after everything for the most part, um... Apparently a couple pieces were found. I don't know. Either that or there's also the off chance that he had done it somewhere by mom and dad. And then mom and dad could have dismembered and scattered. There's always that thought. That would be weird, though. That would be weird. But, I mean, they knew he was part of it. Like, there was there was no way they didn't know what he did to Gabby. There was no way they didn't know. Like, and at that point, the way they protected him with all, like, the obviousness that he had killed her. Like, the way they're like, oh, no. And then all of a sudden they go looking. Oh, there's my son. Bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. They all need to be arrested. And there was somebody on, um, on TikTok that I came across that makes a fair point. That this was very suspicious on how... It went down. Um, And this is somebody, this woman I came across, she was, she's a felon, a multiple time felon. And, you know, used to be in prison. And she's like, look, she's like, this screams immunity to me. She's like, you don't have to believe me. I get it. (laughs) She's like, but as somebody who is a multiple felon, and who has done things and has seen the inside of the justice system. This screams immunity. As if the parents went, okay, well, if you don't charge me with harboring, harboring a fugitive, and if you don't charge me with accessory after the fact, and if you don't charge us with all of this, we'll bring you to him. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm just saying, this was way too tied up in a bow. Randomly. To sit easy on me. This is what it screams to me. And I was like, oh, it makes sense. And it makes me so mad. <laughs> and the, the whole thing was just, it was weird. And I'm I'm like, okay, well, dental records aren't, like, exact. No. Science. I mean, you can get close, but it's never, it's not like DNA exact where you have. Right. There's got to be some DNA somewhere in the bone marrow, somewhere. You would think, but if the skeleton itself is scattered because of animals and it was like partially found where water used to be, I don't know. A lot of people are thinking that it's not him. That's That's what I was thinking. I was like, how? Really? A skeleton. Nothing left, but they identify him. By dental record. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the only reason that's pausing me from thinking that it's somebody different because of the dental record. But even so, like, everybody knows what this dude looks like. 
He's not going to get out of the country. He's not going to get to go anywhere without people being like, the fuck, man? Thought you were dead. Well, while people are distracted with it, saying that he's dead, he he could have gotten out at that point. (sighs) True. It's just weird. (laughs) The whole thing is weird. I I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, because when they said, oh, it's it's Brian Landrew, we found him. I'm like, uh, you can't get DNA results that quickly. I'm going to wait until some kind of DNA evidence comes through because I don't believe it. But you think they could get something off of the body they found? Like Unless they, they've given no up at this point. Left. There's no, no nothing left but an actual skeleton. That's it. That's what you're telling me. No DNA. I don't believe it. And people are like, yeah, sure. Identify him with dental records given to you by his parents. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I don't think he gets it from the, they get it from the parents. They get it from like dentists and stuff, I would think. Yeah, I think you'd have to have something official. Because that would be kind of like, hey, people who are harboring an accessory after the fact, give me your proof and we'll just believe it. No. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how the dental records work. I would assume they have to have a warrant to get the dental records from the dentist. And then even then it would have to be sent to a specialist who would then compare the dental records. Yeah, that was awfully it, quick. It just seemed like it was done very quickly. Like, oh, we found him. Oh, we got the dental records. Oh, look, it's him. I'm like, it's been a day. There's no way anything in the justice system went that fast. You never know. This was a pretty big case, and the FBI and everything was in on it. Uh, As much as I agree, they might have really pushed it through just to get an open and shut case to shut everybody up. Yeah, but pushing it through also costs errors. I would rather them have taken a week and said, it's been through these people. (laughs) Right. We know that it's him because of dental records. Don't give me like a, oh, it's been a day or two. Nothing in the system moves that fast ever. Ever. If done properly, no. No. Even fingerprinting takes longer than a day. (laughs) Like, seriously. (laughs) Like, there's a cue. Everything is in line. Yeah, I don't know. Unless they found him earlier and then just didn't say. But even then, if they found him earlier... I would think there'd be DNA. I don't know. Yeah. It's all so crazy. Annoying. And that's the, that's funny because that's the one that everybody had been talking about since it happened. And the, I mean, the, I don't want to say the weirdest part of all that, but in the search for Gabby Petito and Brian Landry, they found nine other bodies. I did not hear that. <laughs> there. Yeah. And, yeah. In the search. For basically two people, they have found nine missing persons. Wow. So maybe if there was uh, <laughs> more effort put forth, <laughs> who knows how many people could be found just by searching <laughs> the woods. <laughs> oh, we may have some people here. Let's look through the woods. Oh, look, we found nine missing people. Wow. So that's nine families that have some kind of answer. Just, wow, I didn't even hear that part. That's just nuts. Yeah. And then, I I mean, and I can bet their cases aren't going as fast. No. I bet they've only gotten as far as, 
maybe identifying them because they wanted to identify if it was Gabby or Brian. So they probably yeah. identified them and then told the families and been like, well, we're going to, you know, work through the investigation and let you know what we hear. And it's probably been snail pace since. Yeah, it was probably like this body was found. We're going to pass it back to your jurisdiction. jurisdiction in your area. And then they'll have to work the case from there. It's like, excuse me. <laughs> you found nine bodies. And they wouldn't even be able to do that, like, because they got to go off of the jurisdiction and area that they were found. Yeah. So the whole town now has nine bot or the areas that they found them, nine bodies. Like, and if, especially if you found them in one forest, that county has nine bodies <laughs> to work through. Yeah. I saw a story on it. That's why I was like, really? Not nine bodies. Okay. Wow. Okay, so it's this well, it's Raider Online. I don't know if we want to trust this one. Daily Mail did mm. a story on it. Yahoo News did one. <laughs> the Sun. Okay, yeah. So British places are covering it, and then in the US we get things like Yahoo News. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to sure. find that one video that I came across. Oh my gosh. Okay. So some of them found the body of an identified homeless man found in a dumpster behind a grocery store in Mobile, Alabama on September 18th after the police were tipped off that laundry had been seen in the area. The body of Robert Lowry, a 46-year-old father from Texas, was found at the base of the Teton Pass in Wyoming's Bridger Teton National Forest on September 28th. 40 miles from where Petito's body was found. Body of... Oh, how do I pronounce that one? J-O-S-U-E. Josu? I don't know. Josu. Josu. Eh, maybe. Uh, Last name is Calderon. 33. Was found in Watuga County, North Carolina on October 9th. Laundry was the subject of dozens of unconfirmed sightings in the area, but wasn't connected to the discovery... Uh, The body of Sarah Bayard, 55, was found off a highway in Douglas County, Colorado, on October 14th. Petito and Laundrie had shared Instagram pictures from the area during their travels. Another case became linked. Homicide of the newly married couple Kylan Schulte and Crystal Turner. Bodies were found on August 18th at a campsite near Moab, Utah, where Petito and Laundrie had visited. It's just murders right. all over. I found a couple of things. I did find the one that I was telling you about. Let me. The remains found by his father, Chris, in the Mayakahatchee Creek Environmental Park were, in fact, those of the missing man. The FBI says they were able to confirm that the remains were Brian's through dental records. Well, oh, I'm trying to make it to where you can see. Enforcement has been searching for laundry since September 17th when he was named a person of interest in the death of his fiance Gabby Petito. But as I am not an expert on anything, not on this case. I am, however, a convicted felon. And this sounds like, just to me, not, I don't know, it just sounds an awful lot like the parents struck a deal for full immunity, and the second that the park opened back up, they went to this spot and found Brian. I know everyone was like, well, they told the FBI that's where he liked to camp, and it was underwater. Okay, okay, 
but they have drones and all of this technology. They can see underwater. The FBI is like <laughs> the freaking FBI, okay? Um, so it's super weird. It's super sus. To me, it just sounds like the parents wanted full immunity, and they said, we'll let you know where he is if you do not charge us with aiding and abetting a fugitive or, or concealment of whatever crime they were trying to charge Brian with. <laughs> Murder, homicide. Anyway, um, it sounds like they got immunity. That's just my personal opinion after following this case like religiously and having some idea of how the criminal justice system works that's what it sounds like to me i'm just saying i'm just saying that to me was like and i did come across this one which was a, a psychic medium brian laundry might be i still feel he's alive i didn't know anything going into this and i didn't know that he literally hiked the Appalachian trails for three months and literally that's where spirit showed me of where he was I think he's still around that area maybe even kind of shifting in a different direction but I don't and like I said I keep getting signs of fire I've gotten signs of fire I want to say like over a week ago maybe two weeks ago I posted a video on that as well I'm trusting my gut on this. It seems like my intuition has been pretty strong with this whole case. So I don't think that's him in the reserves in Florida. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. I don't know. <laughs> I believe it about the immunity. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that could be why it took so long. Like, oh, we've known where he is, but we're not going to tell you until <laughs> we're given immunity. And they were probably like, yeah, okay, just to get this over with. Yeah. So we can stop the searching. Let's do that. And she's not wrong. It's a freaking FBI. They have drones. They have heat sicking. They have ability to search from the air. And it took this? Really? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I mean, of all, if, if that is him, though, of all places to die in the woods in Florida, just sounds humid and miserable. Like, really? Florida? I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, I like Disney World, but I can't do humidity, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have good news for this week other than it's our birthdays and I'm an old lady now? <laughs> um, I do have this. I think I, you mentioned getting you one. So I had recently gotten one before you even mentioned it, but I got... A little Death Eater stand. And with that, I got a wand. I have to show you mine. Hold on, I just got one yesterday. <laughs> I got mine from the Death Eater collection. Because, of course, I got mine from the Death Eater collection. <laughs> I I contemplated. I mean, I really want Hermione's wand. Mm -hmm. I, it's, I got up in my excitement and then just completely, like, tossed my microphone out of the way. And now I'm... Um, Blurry. My camera won't even focus on me. Hello, come back. Blurry. <laughs> Listen. Pay attention there to you me. go. There we go. I, I used my wand and it focused again. There we go. This is the Ginny Weasley wand. Ooh. Which I kind of like the design. I don't know if you can see that. Focus camera. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, that's pretty. I like Hermione's because it's got like the the ivy that goes all the way down. See, I don't know yeah, if you did the same one as me, but I did those like you buy a random box 
and you don't know what's yeah. inside. You get to choose from. I was like, at Walmart. Yeah, you get to choose from the regular, or you get to choose from the Death Eater collection. And I went to the Death Eater collection because this Slytherin was like, yes. <laughs> I went. I went for the Harry Potter ones, or the um, what are they called? I'm not quite sure. To the, be what honest. they have the Death Eater one, and then they have the other one. I'm not quite sure to be honest. Was it the Pat- Patronus? I think so. Collection, I think. I'm not quite sure. Because you get sure. the stand. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. But you can see that this one has some on the side. This side doesn't have oh, any. I like that. That one Whose is that? It looks familiar, like I've seen it. I think it was Malfoy's father's. And then it went to, to uh, Voldemort. I think that's why it looks so familiar. But I'm not, I can't, don't quote me on it. Because it doesn't, it didn't say. Well, it, that's weird, because it had, um, on the packaging, it showed all the ones mm. that you could get. So it should have been on there. And then mine came with a stand that had written on it whose wand it is. Mm. Mine does not have anything written on it. Um, it just has a Death Eater mask. Which is pretty cool. That is cool looking. And then it has the symbol. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> then I'll be in Traverse City this week for a work trip. Oh. So that'll be nice. We're getting some Airbnb. So as a group, we can all just share the house and do our meetings and stuff. And yeah. So I'll be there on my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that should be fun, though. <laughs> And they, and they're like, oh well, because I offered to cook some meals, and they're like, we well, can cook Tuesday, Wednesday. And I was like, that's fine. And my friend who works with me, she's like, you can't cook on your own birthday. And I was like, damn it, if I can't, I want tacos. <laughs> I said, either I'm making tacos or somebody else is making me tacos. That's how this is gonna go. Thank you guys for listening. Be careful out there and watch out for the crazies. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. The music titled Teller of the Tales was provided by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incomtech.filmmusic.io.